think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. I, I did it. I pressed record. Okay, great. Um, welcome to Feature Creep, colon. Built-in microwave, semicolon. Semicolon. Uh, oh, uh, shorts. Shorts. We're doing a short. This is a short. Uh, logical fallacies continued. Yeah, this is like the number two in the, the in the series. Where we redeem ourselves, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Or just go further down the hole. Right, we'll see. right. Logical fallacies, the redemption, slash, yeah. um, slash fell down the rabbit hole, and did, or slash dug a deeper hole. Yeah. So uh, this time, rather than relying on um, my ham-fisted explanations of what I learned in uh, philosophy school a while ago, and also the very poorly written Wikipedia article that we were looking at, we actually got wise and used the Purdue owl instead to help guide this conversation because it's much better yeah. <laughs> at, at saying things. Um, so we, uh, we looked up fallacies at logical fallacies at Purdue owl. And that's the Purdue university online writing lab. And it's very helpful if you are a person who has to write things. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually really excellent. The writing is um, fantastic. I mean, the ideas are great, but they're expressed clearly, which is helpful. Um, and so I want to just immediately jump to our ham-fisted explanation of a straw man argument and hopefully recover Ooh, yeah. with a much better definition and example so last time we tried to look at the wikipedia article uh i didn't have a very good ex understanding of it and then i i sort of lampooned the whole thing into or torpedoed <laughs> the whole thing into the ground um so yeah according to owlperdue.edu a straw man argument so this move as in like a move in argument this move oversimplifies an opponent's viewpoint and then attacks that hollow argument so much clearer so much clearer to my mind than the Wikipedia article that had this yes. sort of example of, uh, you know, speaker A is saying that, hey, um, <clears throat> we should restrict, uh, uh, relax restrictions on beer. And then speaker B being, hey, intoxicants kill people and society gets fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And it's so with this explanation, now that example makes more sense. So the example. Yeah on owl.purdue or i'll let you read it um uh yeah okay so the <clears throat> the example is people who don't support the proposed state minimum wage increase hate the poor so like, are you like the question that comes out of it would be like why do you hate the poor because you don't you don't support minimum wage increases it's like i don't hate poor people like it's not a very nuanced argument no it's not a very nuanced argument and it's sort of the straw man where it's like you've kind of converted you, you've changed the dialogue from talking about um, supporting minimum wage to hating the poor. Right. And, and yeah, so like, somebody, somebody who says, I don't actually support the proposed state minimum wage increase would be attacked by someone creating a straw man argument who says, why do you hate poor people? Or, hey, this guy over here hates poor people. Yeah, yeah. Not what I said. <laughs> not, nope, not what I said. So, um, and that's kind and of, that's, yeah. That's what, that's what um, What's-His-Face does all the time. Yes. Who I was complaining about. Cheeto Man. No, different guy. Um, yeah, like, like super palatable, 
academic white supremacist. What's his fucking name? We talked about him last. I bitched about him last time. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Is your mic stand like resting on the desk or something? It's kind of like making Oh, like, I don't know. It might be the lamp that is sitting next to it. Oh, I'll just maybe. put the lamp on the floor. There you go. How about that? Um, Bye-bye lamp. <clears throat> So, yeah. Uh, all right. So that's and and then now, like looking at the example on Wikipedia, it makes more sense to me with that definition of oversimplifying an opponent's viewpoint and then mm-hmm. attacking the hollow argument. And so yeah. that being like where one person is arguing that the restrictions on beer should be lifted. <clears throat> the other person is then converting the concept of like beer into a much a different viewpoint of, or a, or oversimplifying it saying intoxicants, which now encompasses things like hard drugs everything. and other things, everything that's bad for you and says model glue, model airplane glue. Yeah. Like huffing gasoline, whatever it is. And then says, you know, a society that embraces. And so then the argument goes from, Hey, maybe people should be allowed to drink beer to, you're saying that everyone should just have free unfettered access to like really hard gnarly intoxicants and then that yeah. degrades society and right. you're why you know, do you hate society and and so in that case that person speaker b is basically oversimplifying the the process and then and then right. attacking that hollow <clears throat> argument um or attacking the straw man right like setting up straw yeah. man and attacking that rather than the actual argument um now, yeah, like yeah. the Purdue Owl says, the author of the statement, people who don't support the proposed state minimum wage increase hate the poor, says that the author attributes the worst possible motive to the opponent's position, where uh, whereas in reality, the 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 position itself is not that extreme. It's yes, right, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I should let you kind of go through some of the logical fallacies and talk about them a little bit. Oh, um, I, uh, I really like, uh, and I think it's very relevant to current events. Um, the genetic fallacy as it's outlined at the Purdue owl. Yes. Um, which is the conclusion, uh, that you arrive at in an argument is based on the, um, so the conclusion is based on an argument that the origins of a person or idea or institution or theory um, determine its character, nature, or worth. Um, so, for example, the Volkswagen Beetle is an evil car because it was originally designed by Hitler's army. Well, there's nothing wrong with the car itself, the, just because of the fact that the people who designed it were, like, the most colossal jerks ever. Right. Uh like totally morally reprehensible people doesn't necessarily mean that they created a morally reprehensible vehicle. <laughs> right. Because vehicles don't have morals. So it's just a car and you can drive it or not. Um, but the the example equates the character of the car with the character of the people who built the car, but the two are not inherently related. And so to claim if you were trying to get somebody to agree with you about an argument or an idea to and, and you wanted to persuade them that the car is evil just because it was made by Nazis, um, it wouldn't be a very strong argument because it contains the genetic fallacy, which is that you've already pre-decided that something can be judged on where it came from and not on its own merits. Right. Right. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's pretty great. Um, And it's certainly very relevant today. Like that just seems to be a lot of the rhetoric is just like, you are bad 
because you have some association with this bad thing. And then there's a lot of push to associate people with bad things so that you can vilify and, and otherwise like undermine both their actions and their existence. Right. Right. I also really enjoy um, the one that they list in the um, series of logical fallacies on Purdue Owl that comes right after the genetic fallacy. Yes, um, yes. And, and maybe we should be like real explicit about this. The genetic fallacy encompasses racism. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. We didn't absolutely. say that, but I'm just, yeah. just going to point that out right. before we move on. Um, so the next one is begging the claim, or or you also hear it as people misuse the phrase begging the question all yes, the time. Right. Um, and what people actually mean when they oftentimes say that begs the question is that makes me wonder about the question or that makes me wonder or that raises the question for me of but begging the question also known as begging the claim is actually a very specific thing linguistically that refers to a logical fallacy where the conclusion that someone is trying to prove is validated within the claim itself um so, in other words, you're not actually arguing anything. You're right. just stating something. So, yes. filthy and polluting coal should be banned. So, the, the so, filthy and polluting coal should be banned. Right. And the statement um, argues that coal pollutes the earth and thus should be banned would be logical, but the very conclusion that should be proved, says Purdue Owl, that coal causes enough pollution to warrant banning its use is already assumed in the claim by referring to it as filthy and polluting. So when you formulate a logical argument, each of your premises has to stand on its own as a singular statement. And then all of those premises are things that you want the person you're telling them to, the person that you're making the argument to, to agree with. And the idea is if all of those things are correct, if every statement that you make is correct, coal should be banned, mm-hmm. statement one, or premise one, premise two, uh, coal pollutes the earth, uh, conclusion, therefore coal should be banned, right? Like coal pollutes the earth and thus should be banned. Those right. are two premises. Yes. Or two, uh, anyway, the very conclusion that should be proved, the coal causes enough pollution to warrant banning its use, is already assumed in the claim by referring to it as filthy and polluting. In other words, like, you have already you've already broken your argument down and made it less less sensible by phrasing it that way and therefore undermined yourself when you're trying to make the argument. And this is not like, this doesn't actually, this happens a lot maybe and people don't realize it, but the reason that I'm sort of obsessed with this one is not so much the fact that from a logical framework, it it irritates me the way that people get it wrong. It's from a linguistic framework that it irritates me because People don't understand what begging the claim means logically, and it right. is misapplied in common speech to refer to that makes me ask a question. <laughs> Are you? Would you say this is a semantic issue for you? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I think it's also very closely tied to the next example that they give, which is creating a circular argument. Yes, I love this, this one. Yeah. Yeah, which I think this and begging the claim are super closely related. So yeah. rest- um, the the circular argument is one that restates the argument itself rather than actually proving it. Right. So, for example, if you say, like, George Bush is a good communicator because he speaks effectively. 
Yeah, right. It's um, just like <laughs> it's like George Bush, Bush is a good communicator because he communicates good. This is like, the this is the um the equivalent of you can tell because of the way it is. You can tell because of the way it is, right? The conclusion and the evidence used to prove it yes. are basically the same idea. Right. Right. It is like it, this is also sort of um, uh, people say this all the time. It is what it is. It's like a cat is a cat because it's a cat. <laughs> right. Or like a logical tautology closely related to this is long cat is long. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. We know. <laughs> we know right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like that sort of circular argument is one that doesn't and never goes anywhere. You're like, and right. what are you trying to prove here? Like you just said the thing. The thing stands on its own. It's not like whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, this the the next one. Let's see how long have we gone here? We'll keep uh, we going got if we twelve minutes to. in. We got we can keep going. All right. We can um, make this a long short. Long short is uh, long. Short long short short, is, short long is lo- short. Long long short is long. Long, long short oh. is long. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um. The the either or. <laughs> <laughs> the either or fallacy yes. is when this happens fucking all the time. Yes. This one is super easy to spot. Um, ben Shapiro, that's his fucking name. That was the, yeah. Yeah. He does this all the time too. Um, this is where either or is a conclusion that oversimplifies the argument by reducing it to only two sides or choices. So yes. it's either this or that. And it's like, nope, actually there's like a whole bunch of things it could be. And you're totally reducing this to something where you're drawing a line in the sand and forcing people to choose sides that don't actually exist. Right. Like, right. This is not just a this and or that. So the, the example they give is we can either stop using cars or destroy the earth as if, as if one is a consequent to the other yes. and yeah there's, they're mutually there are, exclusive you can have one or the other but you can't have both right and also there are no possible ways to also have cars and not destroy the earth right like it pre- right. but and i think this is really important like if you actually give a shit about having sound arguments and arguments are not just about having arguments with other people it's trying to get at the truth of something right um, right building an argument is saying i think this is a thing and this is a thing and this is a thing yeah and if all of those things are right then we have to conclude this and you can disagree with someone or you can agree with someone about whether their premises, the this is a thing, this is a thing, this is a thing. You can be like, well, I agree with the first two things, but I totally think you've got the third thing wrong, which deconstructs the argument. Like the conclusion is no longer true because some component of it is not true. Right. 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 Or you could agree with everybody on all of the premises and disagree with what they think that means in the end, in which case you're disagreeing with the conclusion. Right. You can also have, I mean, if you, the easiest way to invalidate somebody's entire argument is to find one of the premises or one of the supporting factors that they're citing and find a problem with that particular thing. Like, um, and I don't have any good examples off the top of my head and I don't want to confuse anybody, so I won't state any, but unless you can think of one. Uh, like, not off the top of my head, but I, I, I think I understand what you're, you're yeah. kind of hinting at here, so. So yeah, I I think of it sometimes as like you're constructing um 
you're constructing like a multiple story apartment building yeah. and every story is a, a line in a premise line in your argument. So there's like the foundation, which is what you think the truth is and yep. what you're arguing the truth is. And that's the foundation of the building. And then on top of that are all these layers of reasons why I you can, think that you're right. Yeah. Like I can think of, I think um, if I were to say, argue that this blue pen that I'm holding up is a blue pen, I might yeah. say it's a blue pen because, and then I would say um, it is long and cylindrical and it has a clip mm-hmm. and a cap and a point that pushes ink out of it and the outside color of it is blue. And you might argue that, you know, clips go on all kinds of things like um, anything you want to put on your belt or um, right. like a money clip is a clip that doesn't make it a pen. And so you're kind of focused on one aspect of it kind of, de- you know, mm-hmm. um, it's that, that kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd refine it. And so like the, the logical argument isn't, like I said, it's more to get at the truth of something than it is necessarily to like prove who's right or wrong about a thing. It's, right. that's not really the point of it. Yeah. Argument is just the formal word for building a bunch of premises and a conclusion that are all valid. Yeah, and that's one of the and reasons I enjoy arguing with you, which is to say that we are arguing to the truth. Like it's not um I'm not yeah. I'm not upset. Like my goal isn't to undermine you as a human being or to make you feel bad. My goal is to be like if you say something and I'm like, I don't know if that's a blue pen, it looks real green to me, you know, or right. whatever. Like it's like the point of it is that we're both come away with it being like, yes, we we found some common ground and achieved some better truth about the thing. Um, right. And I think like that this process kind of has gotten lost, especially lately in like the United States, because in order to actually care about building an argument that's valid and sound and gets you closer to agreeing on the truth of something, you first have to give a shit about the truth. Yes, right. And not right now, people are feeling like the truth is whatever you want to make it at the time. Yeah. Um, and there's, we could get into like a really long argument and, or a really long discussion about like postmodernist ph- philosophical thought and how we got to this point where everybody's like, it's your truth. And it's like, that's not how fucking truth works. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Like, right (laughs) we're not all just making shit up here like we have to agree upon a shared version of reality or we will grind to a halt which we are seeing happening in slow motion right like yeah like this is just the the wheels are coming off yeah slow motion we're uh, not yeah we're crashing we're crashing because we we can't agree on fucking anything right now because we won't we refuse to even agree on the fact that there is a truth and that it's possible to get there together right uh, However big or small that truth is, like we can't even agree on really, really small shit right now. People have long, long since been unable to agree on the big stuff. Like, does God exist? Wh- is there a point to the universe? What is the meaning of life? Like these things, they're b- the big questions that may never actually get satisfactorily argued and therefore answered. Right. But like small shit, like, like just stuff about day to day stuff, and um, you know, like who has a pedophile pizza ring in their basement or like weird, just weird shit where it's like, this isn't even based even remotely in something that appears to have had happened in real life. And yet there's like a whole subculture built up around making things up and 
that like it's very fucking weird. Yeah, it's, it's super weird. trippy. So yeah. um anyway, like another uh and this comes up a lot, the either or the conclusion that oversimplifies the argument by reducing it to only two sides or choices. Like there are there are many, 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 many shades of gray in many, many, many things. Very yeah. few things that you will encounter in the natural world in the course of your existence as a human are going to be this fucking easy thing you're looking at or that one. Like, right, right. that never happens. Nope. In fact, when people try to say, it's either this or this, I it's a huge red flag for me because I'm like, nothing is ever that simple. Right. Um. And uh, it jumps out at me now because I'm like, I, I also tend to extrapolate, like, if you're willing to reduce something that's obviously very nuanced down to a this or that, you're also willing to bullshit people. And so now right. I think less of the speaker because I'm like, you're full of shit. And right. you know you're full of shit because if you actually gave a shit about the argument that you're trying to make and the outcome of that argument and therefore the way things are, you wouldn't be lying to people to prove a point. Yeah. Um, I find... You see this, you see this rhetoric in politics, especially where, yeah, um, they. It also kind of strikes me as like I see it more and more where there's not even a discussion. So one person is maybe asking questions or is putting one person on the spot, and it's clear that they have constructed either some ad hominem attack or some kind of like straw man attack and so they are really particular about their rhetoric and they say the same thing over and over again to every right. question it doesn't matter how it's asked someone will say hey you you know you did the bad thing and then the respondent will be like bad people do bad things therefore i didn't do this because i'm not a bad person and the person's right. like but you're on tape saying this and then they just say the same thing. Bad people do bad things. I'm not a bad person because you can tell of the, because of the way I am. Right. So therefore, I didn't do that. Like they're just right. doing that over and over again, and it doesn't matter how it's rephrased. And when you watch it, like it seems, it. I'm like, how is this working? Like this person, it it's uncomfortable to watch somebody so blatantly ignore a conversation, right? They're just not yeah. even in the conversation. They're like, I'm just yeah. here to say this thing into this microphone and whatever you say is irrelevant. And, right. um, and so then they've constructed these, like all of these logical fallacies that, that work on the population. People listen mm -hmm. to it and they're like, Oh, well, checks out because of that, like cognitive bias, right? Like they want this yeah. person to be correct because they actually agree with the bad thing they did, but they also want to be the good guy. So they're like, right, bad people do bad things. And since I'm not a bad person, therefore none of us, hook. I'm off the hook. Yeah. We're all off the hook here. Right. The thing that was done was a good thing then, or, or it didn't happen. Either is fine. Or, yeah. Or, or it's a, in a, in the weird, like mind fuck that we're living in. The thing that happened is irrelevant. Right. Because no one will take responsibility over that thing having been a thing in reality. It falls into a logical and intellectual no man's land. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Yes. It, it's so weird. I just, at this point, the only thing that I can think to do when I encounter something like that is just reject it out of hand. Like, I can see that we're not going to have a realistic conversation about any of this, yeah. regardless of who's involved, if we're not willing to, like... <laughs> acknowledge the fact that a thing happened and, and somebody was responsible if, for it. Like, if if we're at weird. the point where we're arguing about the nature of reality, like we're kind of fucked. Yes. That's, I mean, I feel like that's where we are as a nation. Yeah. I, um, 
I just wanted to like, I think we're pushing up on 23 minutes. So we're still technically okay. a short. Um, I did want to bring up one other of the logical fallacies. This is by no means all of them um, yeah. that we've gone through. And hopefully we'll do, we'll do more of these and talk more about it. I think it's a, I think it's a fun, interesting topic. Um, so the, yeah, yeah. The very this is great. There's a ton more yeah. after this that are like clear and have like real world examples that we can share. Yeah. So the one that kind of stands out in my mind also is uh, slippery slope. And so mm-hmm. uh, this is, the the so they describe this one our uh Purdue University sa- says this is a conclusion based on the premise that if a happens then eventually through a series of small steps for example through b c dot 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 x y z z will happen too basically equating a and z so if we don't want z to occur a must not be allowed to occur either and then their right. example is exactly the kind of thing that's going on all the time if we ban like this is a huge one this is used 100 percent of the time in um in arguments against uh legal abortion or like legal like rights to choose and legal women's healthcare and all of those things. So yeah. the example they give is if we ban Hummers because they are bad for the environment, eventually the government will ban all cars. So we should not ban Hummers. And it's like, eh, but people eat that shit up. Yeah. It's um because it sounds good. It does sound good. I mean, the abortion, uh, the abortion argument is the same kind of thing where it's like, you know, women who get pregnant eventually give birth to a human. So terminating that is the is same as terminating a human life. Right. And Which it's, is- it's not. There's an entire gray area in there. And if you followed that slippery slope argument, eventually you'd be like, well, we need to find a way to, like, destroy the planet because the planet, you know, like, Earth... Mm-hmm. has humans and humans eventually do a bad thing to another human being. And the only way to prevent that is to prevent earth from existing. Like, you know, it's right. kind of, yes. It's, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's just sort of like, I mean, you, it's like, anyway, um, we should, we could do this one too. Like, yeah. this is just, it's, it's helpful to like rephrase arguments that, um, when you, if you get like some practice thinking in these terms, yeah. cause it takes practice. It does. Um, it really does. It's real. It's like very abstract. Yeah. Um, so you could say, um, we should, uh, um, we should ban all boys because they well, are bad right for, yes. bad so. for society uh-huh. because they grow up and m- more boys become men than girls become women who commit murders. And so we shouldn't permit boys to commit murder and we shouldn't have any boys. Right. Yes. Well, well, I, I find it hard to argue with that. I just pulled an argument out of my ass that makes as much sense and is as like arguable or preferable yeah. as like the anti-abortion argument. Yes. And I yeah. didn't even have to think about it. Right. Yeah. Because it's easy. That's the other thing about these. They're easier. Yeah. They're so easy because they're not actually, they don't actually reflect the truth. As a listener, it's easier to just be like, oh, great. So, so Hummers, Hummers are bad. Therefore ban all cars. Got it. That's easy to remember. Or abortion is bad. So ban all abortion or, well, what we're really saying is um, killing humans is bad. Therefore ban all abortion. 
as opposed to recognizing that that's not, you know, at what point do we, I mean, if you follow that down the path, it's like, well, then men should never masturbate and every sperm that doesn't fertilize an egg is a fucking sin against humanity. That's right. And yet, that's not the discussion, is it? I used to, we, maybe what we need right now is an expert from the Catholic Church to tell it how, tell us how it works out for them. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I can think of a couple priests who probably have a really, uh, you know, a really nuanced view of this uh-huh. that they could share with us. Yes, <laughs> like the whole Archdiocese of Saint Paul, where I grew up, uh-huh. <laughs> and somehow managed to be like the only kid in America who like was raised Catholic and not abused by a priest somehow. Oh, like, duck that were one. Duck the, the good one there. Good job. Uh, well, there were other things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we all get it in the end. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> right. It, it comes for us all. Um, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's like logical fallacies. The whole thing is like, these are patterns to how people think and try to persuade you to think like they think. And so when you can spot them, if you give a shit and you have some grace, you can try and talk to the person shoveling the shit in your direction and be like, hey, did you know that actually doesn't make sense? Or in most cases, if you're me, you're like, I think I hate everyone and I'm just going to stop talking to people now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except for you and this podcast. That's like, fair. I'm sorry. All of my conversations with hand, humanity are now omnidirectional. It is me talking at someone. I don't care who, and I'm not interested in any feedback. <laughs> well, I feel like you've kind of um, hit the nail on the head there with uh, certain, like <laughs> current American discourse, right? It's not, right. it's not two-sided. It's very one-sided, and it's pretty much fuck you, do what I want. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Oh, that's not gonna God. it's not gonna play out well um right right all right anyway yeah yeah so uh we'll come up with some more fun ones with like i wonder if we could find like um like really hilarious examples from history of people doing oh, silly things yeah yeah i bet we could um that'd take a little research but i bet we could find some pretty interesting stuff i imagine right? um <laughs> there's some pretty prolific speakers who leverage this stuff in a more nuanced way i'm well. sure like i bet there's beautifully like beautifully um produced stuff on youtube that's all about logical fallacies that makes way more sense than how we're phrasing it oh absolutely yeah um but that's okay uh well yeah it's fine we'll muddle through anyway all right right so okay. also we're supposed to uh, Dana keeps saying we're supposed to plug the website or at least plug right. contact and stuff. So okay. you can contact info. It, it, this is a two way conversation and you absolutely can email us. Um, you can get a hold of our executive assistant, Dana at fcbm.io, or you can just head on over to fcbm.io and get all of our contact information. It also links to our Twitter and Instagram account. We tweet occasionally um but you can engage us on twitter absolutely that's uh at fcbm underscore io anyway uh, email is super fantastic or just whatever give us a wave a shout or just send all yeah. your vitriol and we'll, we'll process it so. yep cool okay processing vitriol is like what we do I feel it's like, like our, one of our core competencies our core competencies <laughs> i think that's the title of a good podcast too processing vitriol yeah okay Okay, bye.